0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic
1: and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Dick Tracy for the NES.
0: Dick Tracy for the NES was developed by Real Time Associates and published by Bandai in North America in August of 1990. I found no evidence that this game was released in any other territory.
1: (laughs) It's our own precious gem. Sure.
0: Now, this (laughs) game, uh, as I mentioned, was developed by Real Time Associates. Mm -hmm. And that name did not stick out to me at all. Does it to you? No. They are a uh, video game company that was founded in 1986. By ex-Mattel Electronics employees. Ooh, breakaway. And they actually started to make games for the uh, Intellivision. But, you know, since the Intellivision did not last long, Mm -hmm. they then branched out to other systems. And they're mainly known for creating tie-in games or ports. Sure, sure. So on Game Boy, they did Barbie's Ocean Discovery. Captain America and the Avengers, I think, was their biggest one. Things like Wordtress, Ah, Real Monsters (laughs) for the Genesis, Bernstein Bears games, you know, Super Nintendo with Beavis and Butthead, um, Socks the Cat Rocks the Hill. They worked on that, but it was never released. (laughs) Wow. So they they were around for a while then. Yeah, up through the Nintendo 64, where they did uh, Elmo's Letter Adventure, (laughs) the Rugrats Scavenger Hunt, and uh, Gex 64, Enter the Gecko. Ooh, Gex. Okay, I haven't heard, that's a name
1: I haven't heard in a long time.
0: Same, but I can uh, still see that box of the little little lizard in his yeah. James Bond outfit.
1: <laughs>
0: and we shouldn't have to tell you who Bandai is. They are a toy conglomerate. Oh, yeah. Electronics, model kits, you name it. They are, I, I, they got to be like number one in Japan for toy manufacturing, right? Uh, I'm sure. I mean, they're a juggernaut. have been around for many years. Yes, but we came here to talk about Dick Tracy, the video game, which is, of course, based on the movie, which is, of course, based on the comic strip. Yeah. And today we're not going to talk about the movie very much. Odd, I know. But mm-hmm. spoiler alert, we'll have plenty of opportunity to talk about it next week. That's right. This week, I do want to talk about the comic strip that everything was based off of. It started in 1931. Yeah, and it was written and drawn yeah, by Chester Gould. Gould old boy. And he drew and wrote this comic until 1977. Wow. Okay. That's it's <laughs> almost 50 that's years. That's quite a run. And it still runs to, to this day, apparently. Oh, wow. Now, it is said that he uh, kind of based Dick Tracy on Elliot Ness. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the character started as named Plain Clothes Tracy. All right. But I guess they thought Dick was a much better name. Uh, <laughs> but it also, you know, ties into the private detective, uh, yeah. you know, or detective style stories that they were telling yeah yeah and dick tracy is not a private detective he is a detective on the police force yeah yeah he's a copper man oh he is such a copper in fact the strip was very pro-cop sure yeah i mean uh which caught it a little flack in the 60s and 70s i can see that <laughs> uh although by that time i think uh dick tracy went to space a lot which is also a problem for a lot of people who were big fans of it <laughs>
1: Well, you know, you got to go where the crime is, so once... That's true. You've solved all the problems on Earth. Now, Dick Tracy is mostly known for not only his yellow coat and hat, but mm-hmm. his interesting rogues gallery. Yeah, a very uh, strange melting pot of deformed villains. Yes,
0: all with some, you know, Chester Gould loves to draw hideous people. <laughs> And boy, does he ever. It's great. Uh, You know, with people like Flat Top or Little Face. Yeah. uh, Big Boy himself, the star of this cartoon. Uh, He eventually made even grosser ones, like um, a lawyer that was constantly surrounded by flies.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Like Pigpen, all growed up.
0: Yeah, but gross. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, being a popular comic strip in the 30s means you had your own radio show. You had shorts. Mm -hmm, You had cartoons. mm -hmm. Even feature length films throughout the years valuable ip man i did want to mention the fact that this cartoon there was three of them he had and one of them was re-released and re um syndicated when this when the when the 90s movie came out yeah is this the 60s one yes okay i, I watched a few episodes uh recently or back in the day both oh, okay I, oh i wish i should have watched some episodes because i watched it religiously back in the day i i would come home from the Su- the summit swim club Oh, okay. In the afternoon, just to catch uh, an hour or two of cartoons. It was for before me, going back.
1: Yeah, yeah. For me, it was like you know they had cartoons running at, at like six in the morning before school. You could get up and watch some, you know. And mm-hmm. this was like the first one. I think it came on at five or five thirty. So Ooh. I a few times I remember waking up when I was in, you know, I was into it, you know, more about this next week. But when the movie came out, Dick Tracy resurfaced or or showed up in my life. So.
0: And the cartoon was a split cartoon. It's like half Dick Tracy and then half, um, well, wasn't it some sort of racist Asian very, character?
1: Uh, very racist. His name is Joe Jitsu. Ah, yes. And Joe it's, Jitsu. It's a, a very <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty rough, man. In fact, Dick Tracy is barely in the cartoons. And I remembered that where I was like, oh, <laughs> that's why I, I didn't really, there was a, oh, what's his name? Hemlock Holmes. That's a. Oh, yes. I do remember Hemlock Holmes. A, yeah. A, a British dog. And yes, go, go, Gomez, which is just as sensitive a portrayal of
0: <laughs> Mexican Americans. Yes. As uh, yeah.
1: Joe Jitsu is. So it's it's usually just Dick Tracy gets a call and then sends them out.
0: Yes, I do remember that
1: now. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty disappointing. Although I did find a 70s Dick Tracy cartoon that was part of Archie's TV funnies, mm-hmm. which is actually about him and Sam Catchum.
0: Yes. Which Still. is
1: his uh trusty sidekick. Yeah, you think he's related to Ash? I think he could be. I mean, it just makes sense. But yeah, so, and it's pretty goofy. It's it's not uh, blatantly racist, so I guess it's got that going for it. But it, Dick Tracy is voiced by the voice of He-Man. Oh, well, that's
0: very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and probably yeah. distracting.
1: And all, all these are on YouTube that I was able to find. So anyone who wants to check out how crappy cartoons used to be.
0: Now, uh, when he would tell jojitsu or Go-Go <laughs> Gomez to go to a crime. He would usually do so
1: by the coolest thing about Dick Tracy. Yeah, is is walkie-talkie watch, like which from an animation standpoint allows him to always have his arm in front of his mouth whenever he's speaking into it so they don't have to draw it. <laughs> nice. And as a child, I thought this was one of the coolest things that could ever exist. Agreed.
0: It was. And it's crazy that it does exist now <laughs> for Not everyone. Not only does it exist but it is literally probably one-fourth of the reason i bought an apple watch (laughs) i mean of course it has a watch and you know the number one reason is that way i can find my phone when i've set it down someplace stupid like on top of the fridge
1: (laughs) sure sure
0: but the ability to go into walkie-talkie mode even if it's in my own house brings me joy every time i use it and makes me think of dick tracy (laughs) that's awesome So Nick, what kind of game is Dick Tracy
1: for the Nintendo Entertainment System? Well, sir, it is a side-scrolling action platformer slash overhead-ish action-ish shooter, kind of. Yes. So for the majority of the game, you are side-scrolling, beating
0: upping, but there are uh parts in between those where you drive around to different locations.
1: Yeah, you have an overhead hub world essentially.
0: And we'll talk about that in a moment, but the majority of the game is side-scrolling, and when you do so, you can jump. Yes, you can. It's an all right jump. Uh, you know, you never really have to jump only anywhere a, that's too dangerous. Only
1: a few levels have mm-hmm. actual like hits. Yes, yes, the peers. But
0: beyond that, it's a pretty uh, large jump, you know, for a normal human detective. It's mm-hmm. a bigger jump than one would imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay, uh, jump-wise, I guess. And then your main form of attack is punching. That's right. Fists are flying. And it's a pretty decent punch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, short range, as you would imagine. Mm -hmm. But you also have your pistol. That's right. You can fire your handgun by pressing select. You arm yourself. You do have ammunition, and you shoot a bullet. And you hold how many bullets to begin with? I think 50. 50. Uh, Luckily, you don't have to reload. You just have one
0: giant magazine.
1: Yeah, it's three feet long. And... Those bullets are only refillable when you return to the police station. That's right. And, and you can fire forward and up and down at a diagonal angle. Yes. But you cannot shoot upward. No. And you are only supposed to shoot at people that also have guns. That's right. You'll fight armed and unarmed thugs. And if you shoot with someone who's unarmed, you will take damage yourself on your badge life meter, I guess, stars. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Now you start with a four-
1: Badges of health. Yeah, and each one seems to be worth, it's worth two hits. Mm -hmm. So shooting an unarmed man and taking a full badge of damage is not good. No, and it really confused me a
0: lot when I did not read the instructions for this game (laughs) and played it. I was like, why am I getting hurt so much without doing a thing? Right, right. Now, as you walk through the levels, you do get
1: items Mm -hmm. and power-ups. A few, yes. A very few. You will find hearts. Yes, a very important Special item that is a first aid kit. Strangely, I, I don't know why it's depicted as a heart. It calls I... it first aid in your little menu. Confuse me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can only hold two in your meager inventory, but it will refill all of your health when you use it. And strangely enough, you know, you normally, you have your your fist, right? And you press select to toggle through to your gun, and then you would press it again to go to the first aid to bring it mm-hmm. up. But you don't just press B or something to use it. You have to press select and B simultaneously. Which does not work very well at all. It's a very strange thing that really angers me because if they're going to give it its own special input, you shouldn't have to select it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that, that was something that I did not like having to do was toggling through the three or four items every time I wanted to go from gun to fist. Yes. So You know what I mean? Like, it, it Oh, a I know. Frustrating.
0: <laughs> exactly what you mean. It was very, 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 very frustrating. In addition to the hearts... You also have the boxing glove, you find?
1: Yeah, yeah. The The manual calls it the KO punch, but the game calls it the super punch. And while it doesn't really look any different than your normal fist, it will knock the opponent's one hit and they'll go flying and will take out other thugs if they happen to hit them on their way off screen.
0: And when he says they go flying, like they really do. They get into a like bent over sitting position and scoot across the room. With great yeah. speed, it is very satisfying.
1: It's it's funny
0: and super useful because the ability to hit multiple characters that way is great. Yeah, yeah. Now you only get so many super punches when you pick it up. Is it like ten?
1: I think it is ten. Yes.
0: You cannot switch back to normal punch, and you just the next ten punches you do are super punches. Yeah. And then you have the yellow hand, which is called the Tommy Gun.
1: <laughs> yeah. It does kind of look like a arm and a hand, doesn't it? <laughs> it does I not really so. it does not look like a, a Tommy gun really, but it's replaces your handgun and you can shoot rapid it fire.
0: Does, it does not replace the graphics though. You don't look like you're holding a Tommy gun either.
1: No, no. Uh and it, it makes a slightly different sound when you shoot, but you can rapid fire with it, but I don't know why you really want to.
0: Right, cuz it still uses ammunition.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then finally we have the tear gas. This is an important item because it is Your your way to destroy everything on the screen. It's pretty useful for when there are some uh, trickily
0: placed enemies.
1: Yeah, it's one of those. I I didn't really use it. I kept picking it up. And then in like the final level, you're just like, okay, this instead of trying to do a lot of the harder parts where the screen is full of gunmen, you can just chuck it out and be done.
0: Indeed. So yeah, not a lot of items, but you know, they try to make up for it in, in terms of different forms of gameplay. Sure. Yeah. Because like we mentioned, to get to these uh side scrolling levels,
1: you first have to drive to them. That's right. You've got an overhead map of I guess Chicago. Is that where Dick Tracy takes place? Does he have you know, a fictional? It's so generic I feel like it's it's the city. Well, this I don't know city. if it's an actual city or not. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't really think about it till just now. But whatever this wonderful city is, you can cruise around in your police car and it's roughly squarely shaped, so and you have a grid system of roads. So Running vertically are the numbers and horizontally are the letters. So you get gridish locations like fourth and D, fifth and B or wherever. And you you drive around uh, going to the locations. You have several locations you can check out per case. Other locations are just nothing if you go there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the, the nice thing is it tells you as you drive by if you can go in or not. They'll have a little. Yeah, there's a little door, I believe. But
0: um, there are some hazards out
1: there. That's right. There are rooftop snipers shooting at you and if they hit the car that does damage to you yes the car can fire a bullet forward and as when driving. you drive around you can only drive legally that's right it always puts you on the right lane so it does get weird sometimes when you turn but it's it's all right but it, once you you press select to hop out and you can f- shoot down these snipers and what's cool i thought is that while you're out of the car it will block their bullets for you
0: yeah, it's a cool tactic, and when you're out of the car, you can shoot in all eight directions.
1: Yeah, so you, you hop out, but you cannot scroll the screen when you're out of the car.
0: No, only the vehicle can do it, so that's an interesting uh, little side note there, but it's also handy that way to like keep certain enemies off the screen if you're only trying to pick
1: off one or two at a time. Now, these snipers will, once you kill them, they will stay dead until you continue. Yeah, super handy. You can spend some time at the beginning if you want and just go around, shoot them all down, and... But I just I, took them down as I came across them. And eventually, you're, you'll you have clear skies driving sniper-free. Indeed.
0: That's the same tactic I used.
1: But the purpose of the of driving around, and the, the real core of the game, is that you go to these locations to get clues. You can find them. They're labeled clue. And mm-hmm. it, it'll be something somewhat pertinent, usually, that will point you to another location to find another clue. And you can do so. In doing so, you'll also find... In these locations, there will be one of Big Boy's cartoonishly deformed villains. And yes, the criminals. You can talk to them and interrogate them also. Yeah, you can choose between interrogation or arrest. And you never want to arrest anyone until the very end when you have all the clues.
0: Yeah. And once you've interrogated them or gotten a clue, when you go back to the police station, that information will be filled in on your little info sheet. So that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, you have a notepad and it'll usually have like one to six. Little numbered areas so you'll know how many clues you're going to need to find per case, which is also the way the game is arranged in levels. It's by case. And then once you do arrest the right person, they are put behind bars and you will get a password, uh, which will allow you to start from the beginning of the next case slash level. And it's kind of cool that your password is actually a safe combination. Yeah. And if you put the password in wrong, the safe explodes. Oh, Wow. So be careful. (laughs) Now, anytime you interrogate someone or
0: get a clue, or is it when you get a clue? Whenever you interrogate someone, you automatically go back to the police headquarters. Is it the same thing for clues?
1: No, I think it's just when you interrogate them. Okay. Because you'll get the cop, you'll get some police guy gives you, he's like, I think you're onto something, Tracy. Keep up the good work.
0: Yes. Also in the Dick Tracy universe, all cops that aren't you are very Irish. Oh, sure. Yeah. And- you can revisit the police station whenever you want to
1: check your clues and to refill your gun ammo. That's right. And if you have less than one badge of health, it will fill you up to one badge. I know. It should fill you up all the way. I know. And, th- and there's like four police stations throughout the city. You can stop at any one mm-hmm. should you wish to. Now, how many lives do you start with? You just have the one. And how many continues do you get? You have no continues. Ah, that's right. So Both
0: are not not cool not cool game
1: forbidden yes fortunately since you have the password you can start afresh from the beginning of a mission at least when you come back but yeah if you you go down in a a side scrolling level or anywhere you have to start the whole mission over yeah pretty rough another thing about the overhead sections is that there are some yellow cars that are just driving around and if they touch Mm. you you get damaged so watch out for them oh and the blue cars That's right. Sometimes when you exit a location, boom, there'll be a blue car, a getaway car, and you have to chase after it and shoot it down. And then there will usually be a criminal in there that you can interrogate for another clue.
0: nick this is a game based on a very popular movie based on a very popular comic strip Uh so i know there's lots of art and pictures out there available in the world did any of it make it into the manual for this game
1: no no it did not i'm afraid (laughs) this is a, a pretty brief 16 page manual it's black and white although it does have red like titles and picture frames It does have screenshots. The only art it truly has is a picture at the beginning of Tracy's hat tie and a gun. Like, little scene on a desk, I guess. And there's a picture of a Tommy gun in a violin case later. Oh, cool. Uh, As for story, it's just there's a crime wave. And they know Big Boy Caprice is behind it. And Tracy figures if he can arrest enough of his goons, he'll get the evidence to put Big Boy behind bars. All right. And you know it goes through the game's so limited controls well enough. It does mention the first aid twice and how to use it, so I think they knew that's a weird, a weird choice. Yeah. And it describes the uh, your four special weapons items. That's it. Pretty brief, but didn't really need anything more. Although some artwork would have been nice.
0: Yeah, some of those awesome Chester Gould drawings. Yeah. So, Nick, what was your personal history
1: with the video game Dick Tracy for NES? Um, Well, sir, I owned this game. I am so sorry. I'm pretty sure I got it for my birthday in 1990. Because you were such a large fan of Dick Tracy? uh, Yeah, well, you know, I I bought into the movie hype, and I, I was really into it for a while. Oh, so did I. And we'll get into the
0: movie hype and our feelings on that next week. But you received this video game
1: without any previous rental or playing. No, I, I had seen of it in Nintendo Power. I was really into it. And I, I thought I was like, all right, this sounds cool going around getting clues. And yeah, it does sound really good. I owned it. It was one of those games that you have it for a couple of days, almost like a rental where you're like, Uh, I'm trying to convince myself that I actually like this game. And then it was like, well, I just got this as a gift. So I have to play it, obviously, in front of my, you know, somewhat mm-hmm. before you, you can just ugh, move on with your life. <laughs> I never beat that. This game by the way i believe i got to the third case
0: yeah i those games become your trading fodder
1: i guess i don't know anybody who wanted to <laughs> borrow dick tracy yeah fair enough unfortunately uh,
0: i remember seeing it in nintendo power but at this point in my life i was aware of the scourge of mm. licensed games.
1: wise man and
0: uh i do think though that i i think i rented it One of those times where it was like, you know, nothing else is here that I want. I'm I'm at the rental place. If I don't rent something, I mean, I would be a fool. Yeah, yeah. But I also remember just not getting anywhere, like level one, driving around, getting into a place and just being like, where do I go? What do I do? I had no instruction manual.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I was just lost and I chalked it up to another lost rental. Oh. So, Nick, what was your more recent experience with Dick Tracy? video game for nes well
1: sir i beat this game finally as did i with a healthy dose of cheating i i definitely did at the end at first i thought i was i was going to be able to do it without you know i would just save state in between levels but uh especially the final level i was like nah this is not Too fun enough bullets. yeah not fun enough to do again <laughs> so i'm gonna just get through
0: you know i'm with you i only saved i saved state at the beginning of every building early mm-hmm. on and then by the end i was just like by that last level, I was like, I'm going to save state every time I get through a chunk of
1: yeah guys. There's just so many.
0: There is. There is. I think I played this only like three times, two or three times. I it's Yeah. very repetitive. So I, I did not want to play it for more than half an hour to 45 minutes at a time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's, what, five cases. So I'm pretty sure I did. I beat the first two in my first play. Mm-hmm. And then I think I beat one play. So... Yeah, I think I played it four times. Yeah, because I I would just try to do a case a day after a while. Where it was like, Ugh. not worth a big time investment for sure. <laughs> no.
0: folks this is it the general chat portion of our show and I would just like to say that this game has some really great graphics in its cutscenes
1: and uh, that's about where they end. Yeah the the cutscenes there's you and the police guy talking to you mm-hmm. and then there's you in, at your desk you at your desk and then every between every level there's a, a conversation between you big boy and Breathless Mahoney, where you talk smack to Big Boy and he returns fire, and then Breathless Mahoney hits on you shamelessly, relentlessly, right in front of Big Boy. What is this? Uh we'll talk about that next week because that's pretty on character. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's funny, man. She is thirsty. <laughs> Much more than I ever remembered. That's for <laughs> no. Sure. Uh.
0: But that's about it because otherwise the graphics in this game, while serviceable and distinct, there's like four guys.
1: Yes, there's, you know, you've got Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of thugs. Dick Tracy has a slightly different hat and a longer coat, and it's yellow. Uh, But everyone looks almost exactly the same. The animation, the walking animation is okay. Your little punch, you get a little bit of a shuffle. It's all right. Yeah. But But they just, there's like, and they don't even like do a lot of color swapping either. There's only like four colors of guys. Yeah. In any given level, there will be two colors of foes. Uh, Thankfully, they color code their attire so that you can tell which ones have guns before. Yeah. They open fire, but. I, I can see where they tried to mimic the movie, or you know maybe the comic as well, with their you know very bright primary colors, the backgrounds and stuff, and that works pretty good. The backgrounds for the most part I liked. Again, they're just a little samey. And very much so. There's you know you I don't know all the twenty five buildings you go through, but but really only f- four or five backgrounds. Yeah, that's right. There's there there's, <laughs>
0: there's like brick building. There's a club. There's docks there's a warehouse i think there's a library in there and and library i think that's that's your your five backgrounds
1: and a couple boiler rooms you get some pipes Mm -hmm. but mostly there's very limited platforming which is good because in some of these you know like well i mean the piers are the the toughest levels because it's not quite a pit death you'll only lose half of a badge but you you have to start the level over which sucks
0: yeah and uh, you know all these levels uh work on multiple tiers there's lots of stairs going between them and they're very
1: weird like you can I, I found it much easier to jump on stairs than to try to walk up them oh definitely and you you have a weird momentum especially when you're going downstairs or falling down off a platform mm-hmm. like you just kind of i don't know it 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 kind of looks goofy. It actually kind of feels like how you feel when you're going downstairs too fast. Like it seemed, there's a certain accuracy. Yeah. It's like, Whoa, where you're like sliding down on your heels kind of. But, uh, um, I, I think that, uh, any of the levels, you know, the boiler rooms, the, the, and the piers and stuff have a lot of weird i don't know if i can jump here or not there's some very oh, yeah. hard to tell platforms sometimes you can climb on things ropes and pipes but oh yeah and that's weird too climbing
0: those pipes is super i didn't understand what i was supposed to do until i accidentally started climbing one once
1: yeah it all just looks goofy like your weird hat does not look like dick tracy's hat you look like the gorton fisherman that's what i kept <laughs> thinking where <laughs> yes yes you do Because it it really, it looks like a rain slicker. That's what I think, where he's like, ah, catch of the day. Yes. Oh, boy. What a bummer. It's true.
0: In addition to that, you know, there's so many things about this game that are
1: great ideas, but just not well executed. Uh, It is an interesting premise, but it's just handled poorly, you know? Yeah, like like, um,
0: the whole aspect of the finding clues to solve a crime. Like, that's a great way of dealing with a side scroller and mixing up where you go and why you go to different places
1: yeah yeah but they're just like a thing sitting at the end of a level yeah that's it you just fight you don't your find way it through. it's just no. there yes you just follow you know it's it's pretty perfunctory just telling you now go here now go here they all have an and, address
0: and, and when you find a guy to interrogate you don't fight him
1: and then interrogate
0: him no that's yeah. <laughs> you, you just walk up to him you know, I wanted it to be some sort of cool boss fight. And then at the end, when he's like laying on the ground, I grab him by his lapels. And then yeah. we, we, we start
1: talking business. Well, that's another thing is that you'd think with this rogues gallery of Dick Tracy guys that there would be at least boss fights, but there are none. It's oh, all there's one kind of. Yeah. At the end. But and it sucks. Well, yeah, it's sure it does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just like it's so anticlimactic every time you. You'd take down a guy or interrogate them i just wish there was a little more there
1: yeah I, I agree because that's what originally tempted me was i was like cool going around solving mysteries detectives but it's just not fun to to play the side scrolling levels there no i uh, health packs using them is such a pain in the butt oh yeah and, and they're the most like important you better, thing
0: you have to wait till there's no one on the screen before you use one yeah well because who knows like I, who knows what stupid thing I'm going to do with my character as I'm, like, slamming the buttons trying to get it to activate.
1: Well, and you have to toggle through via select, so it's you can't get back to a weapon fast enough. And that is the biggest sin of this game right there. Yeah, if they're going to make that you select switch. Button. Yeah, yeah, where I, I, I just hate it. Um, I hate it so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, because, you know, like we said, you get penalized for shooting an unarmed man. And the guys that do have guns, you have to have a gun to
1: hit them, usually, because these guys shoot a lot. And immediately, they're not like most games where, oh, here's a guy with a gun. They take a second to maybe aiming and then fire. But no, it's as soon as they're far enough on screen, they start opening fire. And some of them go at extremely fast clips later, you know, where they're just rapid firing. And you, you it's almost impossible to get by without taking a hit unless you creep them onto the screen.
0: Yes, that's the and and that's what I did for most of this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did the creep. You just tap, 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 tap a roo Yep, until they're barely on screen and they won't. You can see them, but they won't shoot. And then you shoot them, and then back to tapping. And then... and you can shoot any part of them to kill them. <laughs> yeah, you can barely wing their toe or hat, and there will be a fatal wound. And that's
0: sadly the way you have to deal with most of the enemies in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean it's just like wait till you you kill the gun guy, and then maybe a fisticuffs ruffian will come running in. So then it's like, all right, go back to fist, take him down, then switch back to gun, then creep, creep, and then as soon as, hopefully when some sort of punching foe shows up, then you have enough time to toggle back to your fist and then take him down. Like
0: I would have settled for a start, a pause, and switch. Yeah, just let me pause it at
1: least to do, I don't know, you know. That's, but
0: really, this should be that up and attack is gun, normal attack is punch.
1: Yeah, I mean... I guess then you lose your diagonal shot, but I would trade it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would too, because I mean, it's just most of the time I got hit was because I was switching between my weapons. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's just like you just don't have enough time sometimes when like a bunch of guys are jumping over a barricade running at you.
1: Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's where the most of the challenge of this game just comes from your poor controls, really, where it's just creeping along, switching weapons you know, trying to find a weird angle to shoot guys at so you can clip their foot or jump up and angular shot them.
0: Yeah, it's a very unsatisfying game loop, that's for certain.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't refill your life until the end of the mission. Yeah. Which is Uh, why... We we
0: didn't mention you can hold two uh, health packs,
1: Yeah, but that's still barely ever enough. No, I was constantly, you know, every mission, you, you can only enter whatever five or six buildings are germane to your mystery, so... Whichever one I would find with a health pack in it, it was like, okay, I'm going to be coming back here where it's like, use it, fill up my life. And then I got to go back and replenish that. So I always have the max of two. Same. And I mean, I
0: memorized those levels great, but Mm -hmm. boy, was it a, a, a bummer to have to go back every time just
1: to refill them. I know. I know. It's like at least fill my life all the way up at the police station. Come on, guys. For sure.
0: Folks, this is it. The level by level portion of the show. And this sh- game does not really have levels, it has cases. And we're going to talk about those cases.
1: Yeah. In each case, you'll have, you get to see six mugshots at the beginning of every case when you're in your police station. And they each have their name and a location. And, you know, at least with this very first one, the bogus bucks, that's what this is called. You start off with an initial clue that there was a fake $20 bill. Was used near Steve the Tramp's Flophouse, which, or that's at 5th and B because it's in your mugshots.
0: Also, I love the fact that this video game for the Nintendo has a Flophouse in it. Yeah, I'd never heard of one before. Uh, You need to read a lot more old detective novels. I I, I
1: definitely do.
0: Now, uh, we're not going to go through every side-scrolling level because they're boring. They are and very similar. Here's what you do. You walk forward slowly. You see a guy's leg. If it's the color of the shooter, you shoot him. If it's the color of a puncher, you let him come at you and you punch him. And there you go. That is every level of this game. The only difference is that in certain levels like the docks, you must climb uh, ladders, avoid water, and make certain jumps. But that's it. Yeah,
1: and you know later on we'll start finding there are certain levels that will have rats, and which you just avoid. I, I guess you could shoot them, but not worth my time. Sometimes you'll find dogs that will attack you later. You can punch or shoot the dogs, which is kind of funny. It's cruel. They're Dalmatians, too. There's 101 of them. But uh, regardless. The other only enemy, I think, is the uh, a safe. Oh, that's true. Some windows. I don't think you'll see any in the first case. But they, yeah, as you walk under, or sometimes just from the top of the screen, up to three safes will immediately get pushed out at you. So watch out. Indeed. So in case one, you must drive at first to that flop house. go through it, uh, interrogate Steve the some, Tramp. Is that who it is? I think so, yeah. He says, yeah, and he's like, I earned that $20 unloading crates at the 9th and F Pier. So that's our next clue, which is kind of rough. You know, the the pier levels are the hardest because of those falling into the water. So Mm -hmm. it can be kind of tough. But if you battle your way through, eventually you will find the clue, which says there are footprints in a puddle of spilled green ink. Yes, And I think here, it doesn't, shoulders, this is your first getaway car as soon as you leave. Yeah. You gun it down and... Shoulders gives you the clue to go to the 4th and D Warehouse, so go there. Uh,
0: There you find a blank money paper and an invoice from the 1st and H print shop, so guess where you're going? There.
1: 1st and H. Along the way, probably shooting some snipers and hopefully avoiding collisions. And I, I didn't mention this during
0: the general chat. But man, I really wish there was more to do in that overhead.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to cruise around and investigate or, you know. Because that looks good. Like I, your tiny little sprite
0: looks pretty good. You can tell it's Dick Tracy. The car looks cool. Like,
1: yeah. I, I, I wish there was a little bit more to do,
0: like Grand Theft Auto style out there.
1: I wish that the whole game was the overhead. Like, I wish that when you went in the buildings, they were just overhead shooters. I think it would serve the, you know, you don't need a platformer for Dick Tracy, I don't think. But hey, tell 10 year old Nick, <laughs> don't get this game. <laughs> well, once you've been there in the warehouse at the warehouse, we got that invoice from the first and H print shops and that's where mm-hmm. we just went and you'll find a claim ticket to the fourth and B shoe repair. Ah. and so after checking that out, which I love that this is like a shoe repair place. It's huge and it's full of thugs. Well, thugs love getting their shoes. repaired. <laughs> I guess cobblers indeed. And-, and what do you find there? Well, that's where, where she- you find that shoes with green ink on the soles are being cleaned for numbers, so you know numbers that. being the number, the, the
0: math based villain. That's right. <laughs> yes. He is not as uh, frightening as Mumbles or the Brow or Pr- Flat Top. Prune face, but he is prune face. He is good at bookkeeping, though.
1: Yeah, so you know his location from your mug shots, so you go there and to the 8th and J Hotel, and all of these guys, once you get enough clues and arrest them, you know, they'll just fess up right away, like, all right, you got me, I did it, Tracy. And you, you lock them up, and you get your little smack-talking cutscene, and you're on to case two, the Torch Song tale. A nightclub has been torched.
0: The owner says Lips Manless did it.
1: That's right, Lips Manless, who is like, he's one of the rivals to Big Boy, right? If I remember Correct. my lore. Mm-hmm. So you've got a new selection of six criminals, and so Lips Manless is located. He might be the place to start. I think that's where you go, and he's a casino kingpin, right? And Mm -hmm. you can find him at the barber shop, but he has nothing to say.
0: Right. I don't remember how you find out, but you figure out (laughs) that you have to go to the nightclub.
1: Yeah, the 4th and I nightclub, and that's where you find a note to Lips to, like, bring 50,000 bucks, or I'll give Tracy the proof so somebody's... Trying to extort Lips, perhaps? Or vice versa?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Either way, the second and F boiler room will reveal an empty camera with engraved initial B. B? Hmm. Hmm. Well, you go to the Photoshop where
0: you find photos taken by Bug Bailey. And those photos show oh. Lips Manless starting the fire.
1: Oh, so it was like an insurance scam or something, right? Yep,
0: yep. You clo- you collect
1: all those clues, you go to Lips, and you arrest him. Lock him up.
0: His gross giant face.
1: And we move on to case three, a bang up job, in which detective Sam Ketchum receives a letter bomb. Uh-oh. Sam Ketchum's your best friend. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh right
0: when you leave the station, there's a car you have to chase down. When you do, the guy says, uh, someone gave him a sawbuck to follow you. A guy at seventh and D, the grill there.
1: Yeah, this is interesting. This this guy is Stooge Viller, and there's it's you can always tell when you're looking at your six mug shots if one of them or or sometimes two doesn't have a location they're going to show up in a getaway car right S- sure enough stooge viller and he you can head to the seventh and d a grill <laughs> You can head to the grill and then uh, battle your way through and you will find a back scratcher with an embossed I letter i everything in this world is monogram. yeah well you want to know whose back is being scratched
0: yeah yeah somehow you realize you should probably go to a nightclub where you find a note that says slip the blank of mickey and keep him asleep ooh now the blank is a villain that features prominently in the film
1: was the blank around before the movie it was always a dick tracy villain i couldn't i i always assumed it was just for the movie but i uh, know the blank uh is there from 1937 which is pretty cool i think the blank is one of the scarier it's like ooh no face yeah creepy voice but but regardless then I think this is when you get Stooge Viller, who points you to the 7th and D Grill after, you know. It's hard to keep straight. You check out the, <laughs> but at the 7th and D Grill, that points you to the 5th and G Library, where library records show that explosives were checked out, or a book, I guess, called explosives was checked out by Flattop. So. I love that these criminals are like checking out books on how to use <laughs>
0: explosives. He's now like, now I don't,
1: don't w- talk to any other criminals about it. Go to your local library, folks. Yeah, if you want to learn more. And I, you know, he recommended to a fellow reader. Now, you don't have to take Flattop's word for it. That's
0: right.
1: <laughs> uh, you
0: go find Flattop. He is in the basement of First and D, and you can arrest him. And this case is closed. Yeah. Yeah, Shane. Then we have the fourth case, the Kidnap
1: caper. A ransomed diplomat heard a foghorn during captivity. That's your, your starting clue.
0: So you got to figure out who kidnapped this guy. Where, do you, where does the foghorn come from? The
1: pier. That's where you start. That's right. So you go to our old friend one, Ninth and J Pier, and investigating that, you'll find a magazine, Hypnotist. In what mag- <laughs> hypnotist Today. Hypnotist <laughs> Today, everyone's favorite serial <laughs> publication. And uh it was You know, I'm
0: I'm more of a hypnotist weekly uh, oh, okay. subscriber. I find that they take the time to really dig deep in their stories. Well that's a fly by night daily publication.
1: Yeah, it's trash. It's hypnotist trash. Yeah. Well, it, someone used this very magazine to make a ransom note, so it's a, probably a good one to use. For some reason, you know to go to the first and C barbershop. Yes, uh, and, and <laughs> there you find another interesting clue. It's the it's a handkerchief with a cloak and dagger design that smells of chloroform. Don't smell it too
0: much because you might knock yourself out. <laughs> now, uh, is an auto shop uh, at Second and C, so you go there. No, 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 you find a business that, card.
1: Yeah, a business card for Cloak and Dagger
0: Imports. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which you keep following the 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 trail to mm-hmm. the Sixth and G office, which I guess this is the Cloak and Dagger place, and you get a note. Oh, got it. That says keep him at the First and J basement by B.
0: Hmm. Who could be B? Well, at 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 the basement, you find the chloroform bottle. You take a quick hit. <sighs> <sighs> Love that chloroform stuff. Takes the edge off. And you find some fingerprints on there. Who's the brow? He is at the, the nightclub on 5th and J. Go find him. Arrest him.
1: And you have solved this case. Oh, yeah. And we can move on to the final one. Case five, banks a lot. You know, I wish they all had fun names like this. Yeah, I do too. I wish <laughs> the 8th and now- C Bank was knocked over by masked gunmen.
0: Oh, no. Well, from there, you decide to look for them at the club nightclub on 7th and 8th where you find a matchbook from the pier. Ninth and D, a different pier, so. Yeah, you go there, you'll find some money bags, but not much pointing you anywhere else. So there's only a few uh, places to look. If you make it to the 3rd and H garage, you'll find a key ring, Rodent's key ring, Mm -hmm. and it includes a key to a safe deposit box, which, of course, is at the bank.
1: The 8th and C, the very one
0: that was knocked over. Go back through that bank, and you'll find the money Hidden in the deposit box. They didn't go anywhere. They stole the money from that bank and put it in that deposit box. That's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty slick. So you've got the clues, so you know it's big boys. So you head to the Club Ritz. Yes. Which is a really hard level. It's packed with super fast gunmen.
0: And not lo- there's not like a lot of levels. There's no place to hide. It's just you yep. know a lot of open empty spaces and th- for some reason just waterfalls of safes coming at you
1: left yeah, and right. yes right so you're creeping along uh, shooting these guys at some points it's just too hard so that's when i started busting out the tear gas yep and then at the end you'll fight a blue thug that i guess is big boy or a blue dressed fight, thug. <laughs>
0: um there's no health bar you just have to hit him a certain number of times
1: Yeah, you just keep shooting away, and eventually he will just fall over. It's uh, pretty anticlimactic. You can choose
0: to uh, interrogate or arrest him, but of course you need to arrest him. And he says, I got to hand it to you, Tracy. I hate your guts, but you're a good cop. Oh, even the criminals respect you. Uh, How could they not? And then the uh, Irish cop friend you have says, congratulations, Tracy. You're one in a million. Yeah, one in a million. See you later, big boy. See you in maybe 20 years to life. Ooh. He's behind bars, and then you get uh, the final shot of Dick Tracy relaxing behind his very messy desk, reading the paper that says, Extra! Tracy blasts big boy behind bars! City safe! Once again, game over. And that's it. And you that's the unceremonious end to this lackluster game. <laughs> This is the final portion of our show, the review portion. And, of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review system that has four categories. Each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game a 2.5, but I feel like that might have been a little generous. You know, I did the
1: same. The the graphics are meh. The sprites are okay. Uh, The outside stuff looks great. Yeah, yeah. It's just so repetitive. I can see, I like, you know, they're, they're faithful to the color palette. I think that the backgrounds are, are just too busy with some of those colors are too bright or, you know, these weird, like, maroons that really, like, are kind of gross. I think if they would have went a more Batman NES way of shadowing more of it so that the colors pop more, it would yeah. look cool, I think. It could, but it, it doesn't really. I do think that this game is, which... I totally forgot to talk about in general chat but actually like the music i like the soundtrack to this game it's some fun jazzy stuff it's, it's pretty cool uh nothing like sticks in your head but it's not distractingly bad no no i, I just have fun jazzy light jazzy kind of stuff although to its detriment there's only like four four tracks so it does kind of get overplayed next up is play control and i gave it a
0: 2.0 same here uh, the jump is fine, but that select to change things is horrible. Yeah. I, and you can't shoot anything while you're driving in your car. That's impossible, practically.
1: No, you got to get a, out. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. So, I mean, uh, just that, that select thing just kills it for me. It makes it not fun to fight things.
1: Even if you could magically select whatever weapon you wanted without having to deal with the weird interface, the gameplay itself is just like the creeping, moving, shooting. It's It's too slow. Much too slow now we have challenge factor this was a hard one because i went with a 3.5 and i went with a 4.0 i i think if you had better controls it wouldn't be so hard because it's not really hard to solve the mysteries you're just kind of following location to location it always tells you where to go you know it's it's just the levels are tough to negotiate and then at the very end there's so many gunners that Hopefully you've got tear gas, but it definitely does pick up the challenge in the past or the last like one or two cases.
0: Yeah, I mean, with the, the passwords, those first few are no problem, but the last two are just so hard for no reason. Yeah. Not 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 fun. And finally, we have theme and fun. I
1: went with a one point five.
0: I generously gave it a two 0.
1: I oh, you're probably right. There's really not much to offer here. It's somewhere in there. It's it's actually an interesting idea, I think, for solving mysteries, going around a city. I like it. I want to like it so the much so. The <laughs> theming is,
0: is pretty good. I mean, the city looks fun. It's nice. You know where you're going. The, the different buildings have a little bit of flair, but it's so repetitive. It's just that the fun factor just isn't there. Right. There's nothing that makes me want to come back to this game and play it anymore.
1: Agree that.
0: So, Nick, I ask at the end of every show, and we'll continue doing so until there are no more shows. <laughs> Should you play this game?
1: I don't think so, Jim. Tim.
0: I don't think so either. No, no, no. You know, maybe uh, there's a better version of this game. Maybe it exists on the Genesis. Who Ooh. knows? But uh, it's definitely not here. And if you are a huge fan of Dick Tracy, you're not going to find anything you like in this game that you're not going to see by watching a very uh, short playthrough.
1: No, I, I was kind of hoping that I would find this game better than I did as a child. You know, when I I had it forced upon, well, not forced upon me, I chose it. But like, I I was really hoping, I was like, maybe, you know, as an experienced man now, I'll I'll find it more palatable. But no, it's it's not there. It's not fun. It's not fun. That's just the
0: simple fact of it all. You don't even need to interrogate us. We'll let you know (laughs) straight from the jump. next week's game is dick tracy what for the sega genesis slash mega drive oh, that's right yeah. we're doing a back-to-back compare contrast uh, these are very different games yes, yes so find a copy of this game any way you can spoiler it was also released in japan so there's a japanese version if that's all you speak hey oh find a copy of this game like i said
1: play along that's right with us friends oh. i don't know how i was going there. play <laughs> along with us that's right. And what's your, who's your favorite Dick Tracy villain? Mine was always Shoulders because I thought he was had super strength. So I thought he had like a power. Oh, I had the action figure. Interesting. Pretty lame, but let me know what your favorite was. Are you a prune face guy or gal? Let's hear it at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Uh, I
0: was a little face. Oh, okay. I loved how weird and gross he looked.
1: It, that is an accurate description. <laughs>
0: You can also let us know on Facebook at cartridge command or on uh, what is that? Twitter, the Twitterverse at card command oh, yeah. uh, where, you know, every once in a while, we'll, you know, where new shows drop or you can tweet something at us and we'll possibly read it and then uh, be confused on how to respond to it in a way that is just responding to that one tweet or maybe not whatever. I mainly heart things because that's what button I can see and do. That's easy. And my old man brain <laughs> knows how to handle it. So sorry, if that's all you're getting, that means I care. The heart means I care.
1: It means more than a normal heart would because it took so much to get there. It does.
0: And, uh, you know, of course, we go out of our way at the end of each and every episode to say a special thank you to our awesome patrons that give to us every month at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is their support that makes this show possible Uh, without them. You know, we wouldn't have the money to pay our hosting fees, uh, you know, any kind of equipment we need, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a support of knowing people pay to listen to us. That keeps us rolling forward. 250-plus episodes on. That's right. It's great and flattering and awesome. And if you don't give, consider doing so. Even a dollar helps us out. You know, we're uh, just a couple of guys that do this in our spare time. So, uh, you know, throw a bone at us. Or two bones. A saw book. Yeah. You pick. You pick whatever uh, old slang for dollars you want to use. If you want to drop a safe on us,
1: just make sure it's full of money.
0: Yes. Go for the legs. Uh, I got a <laughs> soft head. But either way, you know, thank you so much for those that do give and those that are about to. Yeah. And... As always, Cartridge Commandos,
1: game on! <laughs> yes, it sucks. It's supposed to warm up tomorrow, and then I'm going to shave this giant beard. To nothing? No, I'm, I, no, I I usually oh. go down to like an inch or half inch or something, you know, but I just have been letting it go because it's been so cold. It's been like, screw it, but it, right. it's, it's getting crazy. And since I have to work with a mask on, it just looks ridiculous. Hmm. It's like bushing out the sides, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it is getting pretty big there. I, I, this is like a, two months. I don't. I, I haven't let it go this long in a while. So I but shave I, mine pretty close these days. So no one can tell
0: how old I am. 'Cause all the white hairs are in my beard.
1: Oh, I know, man. And my yes, they stick out. They're the the strongest of the hairs that fight their <laughs> way out to the top to shine for everyone to see. This has been beard talk. That's right. Here are the beard brigade. <sighs>